Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And whoa, good Erev Yom Tov. What a special day this is as we prepare for Emir Tzashem, the new year of Tafshin Pei Dalid. And remember, I always begin by telling us how careful we are to be at the Mincha this year. Today, the last mincha of the year, in the Shemona Esrei, Parech Oleinu, Hashem Elokeinu, Es Hashona Hazos. We ask God to bless this year. How many minutes are left from this year? Maybe 15, okay, or less? The answer is every minute requires His bracha. That's what we should pause and think about and appreciate that we've made it. Thank you, Hashem, to the finish line of this year and our prayer, as we'll talk about later on, to finish next year and please God many more. Talking about please God many more, I want to begin on behalf of everybody to wish a very special Mazel Tov to Nachum Siegel on the occasion of his completing 40 years of hosting JM in the AM. Wow, what a personal privilege it has been for me to work with Nachum all these 40 years. I'm just going to share a very quick Dvar Torah in honor of that occasion. At the end of Parshas Kisavo, in beginning of Perak Chav Test 29 in Devarim, the Torah says, and Moshe appreciates that, V'lonosan Hashem Lochem, God did not give you, leiv lodaas, literally, a heart to know, Enayim Luros, eyes to see, Oznayim Lishmoa, ears to hear Ad Hayomazet till this day. And the Gemara in Abodazara 5b teaches that a student does not fully understand his teacher until after 40 years. It was now 40 years since Moshe had led them out of Egypt so that he told them that God would now begin to expect more of them. Nachum, look what you have accomplished, starting 40 years ago. Not just the number of persons that you have, please God, brought Jewish life, excitement, identification, news, accompanying children off to the school, with music in the background and bringing to us the pride of being a Jew. And I'm just touching such a small part. And you started small. And look, where you are now. And now, as we said a moment ago, after 40 years, Hashem now begins to expect more of Klai Yisrael, Man Nachum, Wow, and we are saying on your behalf, the best 
is yet to come. In good health, you and Stacy and family, you should continue to be mashpia, to have this positive influence. And I'm going to keep those two words again, Jewish pride, being proud to be a Jew. Wow. Thank you, Nachum. And thank you for the many, many, and many more persons that all of us feel uplifted through JM in the AM. Okay, let's get to work. And there's a lot to do regarding Rosh Hashanah. I'll try to go in order. So, many of the men have already had Hatoras Nadorim this morning. If not, one could do Hatoras Nadorim through a series you made Shuva, especially on Erev Yom Kippur. Now, tonight, Kajantiv, and it's also Shabbos. So, Kajabis Kajantiv, number one. In our Mayrev tonight, we start adding four additions to the Shemona Esrei and one very important change. We add Zohreinu Lachayim and Michomocha and Uchsov Lachayim and Besef Lachayim to the Shemona Esrei. If one is a big shot and they don't need the Marzor and they know it by heart, then if you leave any one of these four out, you don't have to repeat the Shemona Esrei. But you don't want to be that big shot. Davin from the Marzor. Get it in. It's there for a purpose. But most important is the change from Okela Kodosh to Melech Kodosh. That God is King. This is the essence of Rosh Hashanah. We are coronating Hashem, noting that He is King. The, the shape of your challah tonight, talk about it. It's the shape of a crown. It's round. Again, what are we doing? We are coronating Hashem. Whoa. <clears throat> All right. So remember, you've said the right things. And we have Vayachulu afterwards, as we do on every Friday night. Good. There's a beautiful custom that we wish each other a, not only we should be blessed for immediately the altar l'chaim tovim, because as the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, that the righteous are judged immediately for good on Rosh Hashanah. The benunim, those who are in the middle, so to speak, they need the 10 days of tshuva. We look upon each other that you are the righteous one, and therefore you should be inscribed immediately. But we know ourselves that we need the 10 days of tshuva. Tonight, very important and a big change from the normal, and that is as follows. We're going to, whatever your custom is, yes, Sing, say, how many, Shalom Aleichem, it's Shabbos. Good, get an Chayel, that's for sure. And you're going to make Kiddush, wonderful. Kiddush includes Shabbos, Rosh Hashanah, wonderful, from the Marzor. And you're going to wash, good, you're going to make Hamotzi. Your custom 
you're going to have salt on the table, you're going to dip it in honey, whatever your family custom is. But now that you've made hamotzi, here comes the exception to the rule. We're going to bring out the apple, and you're going to make a bracha of bore prio eights on that apple, even though you've made hamotzi. Why should you make a bore prio eights? The hamotzi covers it. And the answer is, you're eating this food because it is ceremonial. I'm eating this food, as Rashi says in Parshas Toldos, that when Yitzchak smells the garments that Yaakov is wearing, so Rashi tells us that the reyach b'ni, k'reyach hasodah, he had the scent from the, of a ganeden, whoa. And Rashi says, like, a sedetapuchim, a field of apples. The apple reminds us of Ganeden, that not only are the living judged, but the deceased are judged on Rosh Hashanah as well. Our positive actions are not only meritorious for us, but for the deceased as well. Okay, and therefore, the proper way, take a bite, make a bori prayer eats, take a bite of the apple. After you've swallowed, dip the apple in honey. Yehiratzon, shetachadish aleinu, shonatova musuka, recite Hebrew, English. It should be a sweet new year. Hashem, please grant us that sweet new year. Dip it in the honey and then eat the apple. Okay, now there is a prevalent custom throughout the Jewish world based upon the Talmud that teaches Simna Milsa, that oftentimes we have various signs that we communicate with them and give a certain addition to our prayers. You don't only need a machzor, you can pray with a pomegranate, you can pray with a date, you can pray with a carrot, with a gourd, with leeks, with the head of a fish, the head of a sheep. All these things, the rabbis look at it and say, oh, this I associate as a prayer. And I can pray with these foods. Hashem, please, like the, the seeds of a pomegranate, increase my good deeds. What am I saying? I want more. That's it. I want more life. I want more opportunity to do good. Wow. That's what these various foods uh, you know, are to communicate to us. And this is what we say. As, but once you've made the Bore Prio eats on the apple, you don't have to make a bori prio eats on any of the other fruits. And should you eat carrots or other vegetables, gourd or leeks or beets, you don't have to make a bori prio adoma because your mozi has covered them. Okay, moving on. It is now tomorrow morning, first day of don't forget the albayava when you're benching tonight and Ritzay. Okay, use this use this sitter. 
Okay, now, tomorrow morning, here we are. So, our shachos, again, we include the additions and especially, don't forget, for this you have to go back. If you said okay, Lakodosh, instead of a melech, for that you have to go back. The other four, not okay. Now, we have, we don't say Ovinu Malkeinu on Shabbos. Why? Because it is reminiscent of the weekday Shemona Esrei, and the rabbis were good to us, and they didn't want to, on Shabbos, remind us of the many needs that we have, personal needs, communal needs. I need parnasa. I need refuah, I need a shivach, I need. No, not on Shabbos, and therefore we don't say Avinu Malkeinu on Shabbos. Okay, the Kriyas Torah for the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So we read from towards the end of Vayera in Bereshis, and we read Hashem Pokades Sora. Hashem remembered Sora, and Sora Batar became pregnant on Rosh Hashanah. It was decreed that Avram and Sarah would have a child. On Rosh Hashanah, it was decreed that Yaakov and Rachel would have a child. On Rosh Hashanah, it was decreed that Elimelech and Hannah would have a child. The idea is that Rosh Hashanah, take out in your mind not only are we saying Hashem Pokadis Sora, Hashem remembers each, put your name in, put the names of those people in. Hashem remembers everyone, and please God will judge them favorably as he judged Sora. So much to say about the Kriya Torah. Let's move on. From the Kriya Torah and in the Haf Torah, the Haf Torah for the first day of Rosh Hashanah comes from the book of Shmuel because we read of the birth of Shmuel. Okay, his name is O'Connor. I'm sorry, I said some other name before. It was decreed on Rosh Hashanah that Elkanah and Hannah would have a child. We read from the Torah on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, the prayer of Hannah. You'll count how many times Hashem's name is found in Hannah's prayer, thanking Hashem for the gift of her child Shmuel, and that is the number of brachos that we have in the Shemona Esrei of Musa of Rosh Hashanah, which we'll talk about, the longest Shemona Esrei, all other Shemona Esreis on Shabbos and Yom Tov, contain seven brachos. This one contains nine brachos. And in addition, we learn from this um, Haftorah how to daven. We find over here that Chana comes, and how does she daven? Eli is watching her, and he sees, amazing, that he, Midaberes Aliba, 
She was speaking from the heart. Rocks was set on her oath. Only her lips were moving. Vikola lo yishamea. But her voice was not heard. Guess what? Every Shmona Esrei, we follow Hannah. A woman teaches us how to pray because they are more emotional. Yes, we are to put emotion into our prayer. We see this from the Haftorah. Okay, now, the Kriya Torah for the second day is the Akedah and uh, the Kriya Torah for the second day of Rosh Hashanah. is from Yirmiyahu, Rome. And what is that all about? That is Rachel Imenu, Rachel Mavakwa Abonera. She stole crying for her children. Guess what? V'yesh Tikva Achri Seich HaKadosh Baruch says, guess what? There is value to your crying. Hashem promises, Vishavu Bonim Guess what? We're going home. That has to be our aspiration. That's what we learn from Rachel Imeno. Incredible how both Haftorahs are dominated by great Jewish women. The Kriya Satorah, Hashem Pokad Esora. Wow. Rosh Hashanah. Okay. Let's go from Kriyasa Torah to the mitzvah of the day of Rosh Hashanah, which is the biblical mitzvah of Shofar. Now, believe me, there is no verse in the Torah that says, blow a Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. No. The Torah calls Rosh Hashanah Zichro Trua in Parshas Emor, the Torah calls Rosh Hashanah Yom Trua in Parshas Pinchas. The first thing to remember is the Yerushalmi. Why are we not going to blow the shofar on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, on Shabbos? So, the Yerushalmi says, there's a hint to this from the Torah saying, Zichron, there's a time. On Rosh Hashanah, when I only remember the shofar, which is when Rosh Hashanah is on a Shabbos. However, the Bavli gives another reason. We don't blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, lest a Jew somewhere will carry the shofar in a situation where there was no Erev, and there would be a desecration of Shabbos. Whoa! What does it mean? Stop and pause tomorrow and think about this. Talk about this tonight. Talk about it tomorrow at lunch. How important is Shabbos and how important is having an Erev or to work without the Erev, meaning to keep Shabbat without the Erev. Come on, it's only a key. It's a, I can't care. It's a shofar. Whoa. The answer is Shabbos trumps shofar. And that's something which is so important to remember, the sanctity of Shabbos. 
both positive and the, quote, holy restrictions of Shabbos. Okay, so now, from these two uh, terms in the Torah about Shofar, Zichron Trua and Yom Trua, Rav Salavichik, Zichron Levracha, taught beautifully that, number one, in terms of Sunday, when we will blow the Shofar, Yom Trua teaches us it's a day of blowing. Zichron Trua teaches us that I'm to have an understanding of the Shofar. The Torah doesn't tell us why, but the Chachamim and Rav Sajigaon suggested no less than ten reasons for the blowing of the Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. The art scroll, Machzor, for Rosh Hashanah has a page which lists these ten thoughts that the Shofar is to remind us. Be it Hashem is the Creator, be it that the Shofar blew at Sinai, and there will be a Shofar to announce the coming of Moshiach, beginning and, quote, end of our history and destiny accompanied by a shofar. Let's not forget, a shofar is there. Ta-da, ta-da-da-da-da-da. We are coronating Hashem, just as when there would be a coronation of a human king, it's accompanied by trumpets, the excitement, so too we have the emotion of excitement and at the same time fear which is why and trembling which is why we do not say Hallel on Rosh Hashanah it's a Yom Tov the Walenu somebody sitting Shiva today tonight the Shiva is broken not because of Shabbos Shabbos doesn't break a Shiva Shabbos suspends the activities of public mourning of Shiva. The, the mourner doesn't sit low on Shabbos, etc., etc. Rosh Hashanah breaks the Shiva. Why? It's a Yom Tov. If it's a Yom Tov, let's say Hallel, as we do on Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. No, the Talmud says, Hashem says, how could it be? Sifrei Chaim V'meisim, the what? Books of life and death are open before me on Rosh Hashanah, how can we recite Hallel? Okay, no Hallel, but there's so much seriousness. And in addition, the idea of Shofar, let's not forget, the Rambam writes in chapter 3 of Hilchos Chua, and if we have time, we'll come back to this. The purpose of the blowing of the Shofar is each and every one of us, Uru Yashena Mishnaschev, you who are slumbering, you who are sleeping, wake up. Wake up and realize, whoa, what our tafkid, what our responsibility is. Okay, now, how many sounds must we hear from the shofar? So ideally, a hundred sounds. How do we get to that? The Torah uses the term trua in the month of seventh month. Tishrei is not found in the Torah, seventh month is. The Torah says three times you want to blow a trua. From the Chatzotzros in chapter 10, in the book of Bamidbar, 
The Torah speaks about the horns, the silver horns, which were blown in the Midbar, in the desert. And from those horns, I know the technicality of blowing shofar. I learned that a trua is a sad day, as the Torah says in Pasuk 9, in chapter 10, in Bamidbar. God forbid, if there's a war in your land, you are to blow a trua. A trua is a cry. Prior to this, uskaten trua. Every trua, every cry is preceded by a tekiya. A tekiya, as we know from Pasuk 10, is a happy note. On your happy times, blow a tekiya. A tekiya is an unbroken sound. A trua is a broken sound. Trua yiskabu, we were taught earlier in that chapter, Every cry, every trua is preceded and followed by a tekiah. What is the trua? We're not sure. We're not sure. Is it one of two cries? It's either a sigh, ay, 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 which we call the shvarim, or it's a sob, ay, 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 which we call the trua, or a combination of both. So what do we do? We do all three. So what does that mean? We're to blow three trua. To blow three trua, I have nine sounds from the Torah. Tekiah, trua, tekiah, three times, that's nine. That's all we do, but watch. In order for us to blow tekiah, trua, tekiah, what is the trua? Maybe it is tekiah, shivarim, trua, tekiah, which is four notes. Four times three is 12. That's the first thing we're going to do. No, maybe the trua is just a sigh, but we call the shvarim. Three times that is nine, 12 and nine is 21. Oh no, maybe the trua is the psalm. Ay, 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 ay. Three times that is going to give us nine more. That gives us 30. Before the shmona esrei, these are called the tekios demiushav. Why? Which means the sitting tekios. You could. If you have a bad leg, hard for you to stand, no question. We, st- we Hard for you to stand, you can sit. We all stand because we're excited, it's the mitzvah, comes once a year, etc. These are the first 30. Once you've heard the first 30 sounds, you're in. You got the biblical mitzvah. However, the Talmud teaches that the ideal performance of shofar is, come on, with the brachos. Which brachos? The brachos in the Musaf Shmona Esrei of Malchios, Zechronos, Shofros. We add these three sections into the Shmona Esrei, Malchios from the term Mela, that we are coronating, and we, Hashem. How do you know? We bring various psukim, ten psukim from the Torah, ten psukim from Tehillim, Ten psukim from the Navi, which gives us a total of 30 psukim. And so, there are 30 psukim for Malchios, 30 psukim for uh, Shofros. The, excuse me? Yeah, no, excuse me. Ten psukim for, thank you, let's correct that. 
Ten psukim for Malchios, ten psukim for Zuchronos, that God remembers and judges, and ten psukim for uh, Shofros. Forgive me, it's a total of 30 psukim, but it's 333 for Malchios, 333 for Zuchronos, 333 for Shofros. Take your time. What does that mean? Everybody gets out of shul. My late father used to say that. We all get out at the same time. Don't rush your Shmona Esrei. Even if a chazin has begun his, take your time. And remember, you can say it in any language. You're not so comfortable in the Hebrew, say it in English, say it in Russian, say it in any language that you are comfortable in. And remember, what is emerging? Let's go back to the shofar for just one moment. We blow a tequila happy. What does that mean? God created each and every one of us. We don't believe that you were created with an original sin. God forbid. Everybody is created a lokaya We were all created pure. Ah, uh, now what? Unfortunately, each and every one of us has some truer in our life. Something to cry about. We've messed up. But guess what? Our tradition teaches us that there's tshuva. Whoa, I can improve. I can be better. I will be better. I want to be better. The last note is a takia. Happy. We start happy. We go through challenges and turmoils. But we end with happy. Okay. This is the prayers show for a little bit. If you haven't arranged it yet, if you can't get to shul, get somebody to blow shofar for you, okay? Women technically are not obligated, but your grandmas and their grandmas all the way back have accepted upon themselves. Therefore, women should try, A, to come to shul and hear it in shul, B, if they can't, to get somebody to blow for them. Good. Tashlech on Rosh Hashanah. Because the first day this year is Shabbos, we go to Tashlech on the second day. If you can't go to Tashlech, to a flowing body of water, too distant, hard for me to walk, etc., then you can go to Tashlech through last time Hoshana Rabbah. Okay? Now, uh, there's a lot more to speak about Rosh Hashanah. I just want to conclude with the following very important idea. The very first insertion into the Shemona Esrei, Zohreinu L'chaim, Hashem, please remember us for life. Okay? Why? Because you are you want Chayim, and therefore we are making a Bakasha, asking of you, Hashem, because inscribe us to Sefer Chayim in the Book of Life. Why? Here come the key words: the Ma'ancha Elokim Chayim. What does that mean? Inscribe us in the book of life for your sake, O living God. 
What does that mean? Inscribe us for your sake. So the answer I want to suggest the following way. Why is it that Hashem gives some people more money that they actually need? I, I earn more than I need. What for? Our rabbis teach us so powerfully if you are given more money than you need, it's because the more money that you have is not yours. Don't tell me you earned it. Don't tell me you invested it. The answer is it's not yours. Hashem gave it to you that you should give it to others. Oh, Hashem, I work with you. I'm your treasurer. Give me more, please, for the forthcoming year, that I should be able to give more. Oh, the same is true with Chaim. What does Chaim mean? Chaim doesn't only mean he's breathing. He can walk, he can talk. What does Chaim mean? Chaim, yes, when it comes to prolonging life, there we don't say quality of life. But as long as we have the good health and the intellect, Chaim does mean quality of life. Hashem gives us that quality of life. What am I asking for? I'm asking for life that I can use it to serve you, to please you, to glorify you, that I can pray, come to shul three times a day. Yes, that I can be koveya, itim Torah. Every day there is Torah built into my day, a certain amount of time that I set aside for the study of Torah. There's chesed built into my day of being kind to others, going out of my way, not just when it happens that I could do. No, I consciously want to help others. Whoa, if this is your life and this is what you want to be, this is our prayer. Hashem, please give me an extension. Give me more of this. But God forbid if one squanders their time, wastes their time, does not use the time properly, does not can't even say it, pray three times a day, does not set a time, time for study, does not, does not, does not, oi, forgive me, why should he? And if that sounds arrogant, I apologize, but it is so true, why should he? And therefore, I'm saying, Rosh Hashanah, as the Sefer Chinuch says, is the day to stop, look, and listen. Okay, I take this opportunity to wish everyone, Nachum, his family, once again, the, the entire family that help out to bring about JM in the AM, literally, to the Jewish world. But all of us should realize how precious Rosh Hashanah is to wish ourselves a good, sweet new year. We can do it. We can change. We can make that little change. I am going to dab in my riff. I am going to binge from a, 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 a sitter. 
I'm a, or a, 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 you know, a bencher. I am going to say alamichya from the bencher. It's a different alamichya. Otherwise, my mind is elsewhere. I'm saying the words. I am going to say asher yotzar. All these little things, it makes such a big difference. Exiva achasima tova. A good kibetchior to everybody. Ksiva v'chasim v'tova. Gajantiv, good Shabbos to all.